Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, Josh. What's happening? Hey, look. Wells is here. As usual. As usual. Hey, and we got a new guy. Four guy. Fourth person? Fourth, fourth yeah, guy. Fourth person. It's Kit. Kit's back. What's up? It's good to be back. Good to be back, guys. Been a hot minute. Kit is... Uh, because, correct me if I'm wrong, you weren't actually open officially yet. You didn't even have a date the last time you were on. Oh, you man. were... And the planning stage is still... He had uh, a date. He, yeah, I thought he was... Well, we had a date that got pushed back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay, health inspectors! Yeah, that was a lot of fun. No, yeah, no, we were. Yeah, it's been about two years now, hasn't it? So, yeah, it's been. So a yeah, and here we are coming up on our second anniversary. So it's awesome, uh, kind of crazy, but uh, it's it's happening. I awesome. will say, if you're into rare beer, kits, uh, kits trackside crafts on his anniversary weeks almost, but especially on the day, it's not really to be missed. I, I'm still kicking myself for missing last year. Some of the stuff they pulled out. I mean, it was just it was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, how'd you miss it? Wells was there. Yeah. There's family, man. You know how it goes. I mean, it's like I could easily say, well, why is it that all the other times you're like, yeah, no, I'm totally going to come on. And then you bail on us. I mean, like, don't, don't, oh, don't sit there oh. throwing stones at me. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we'll have some really fun stuff out there. No Appalachian walk in the, Walker this year, but uh, huh. this, uh, this upcoming year. Too bad you year, don't know a guy. This, yeah, this upcoming year... Uh, it's gonna be something good. Awesome, say the least. Any, any spoilers? Any? Uh... Um, there was a few uh, sixtals of Javanella 1050 that made it out in the market. And we uh, oh. we we might have gotten one. When? Uh, wait, so wait, wait, uh, wait. There's a uh, copious amounts of uh, coffee, bourbon barrel, uh, sexual chocolate out there. Oh yes. Uh, we're gonna have a little bit of that. Um, and um, uh, you know what? I'll spoil it a little bit. There oh. might be a uh, new brewery who will be making a debut on my taps. Uh, you that's can a, do your own research on uh, what brewery that will be, but that's a bold move. Be open, <laughs> but they'll be able to make beer, and they'll be uh, they'll be debuting that day. So that's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be pretty hot, man. I can't wait. I it's, I still can't believe it's coming up. Right on. That's crazy. I mean, to, to think I remember you know Josh and I stopping by one time. It was like right after you just opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Baptist is just coming. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, like. You guys were really just kind of starting to get your legs and starting to, you know, get moving. And, and now I go there and it still has that same kind of vibe, that same kind of feel. The Some things have been tweaked and they're better. But for the most part, I mean, it's like mm. you guys, you guys were, were great out the gate. Oh, um, well, cheers, man. Uh, Thank uh, you for that. Really it, appreciate I, it. I mean, obviously you're standing right here, but, you know, it's where I tend to go if I'm going to go somewhere. Yeah, so. you've, you've actually proven that. So <laughs> I, I appreciate you've that very much. Thank got you. got something on your yeah. chin. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Nah, but I mean, you know, it's it's nice to be able to go and hang out, and you can get food there, and uh, you know, especially food delivered, which is super nice. And, nice, uh, always nice. Yeah, wish we were a little closer, but you know, again, it, it's out there. As we're talking off mic, sometimes for those of us that work from home, it's good to get out the house. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. just gonna go somewhere that's far away, and you're just gonna have to deal. <laughs> you just have to deal with it. It's gonna be fine. It's all good. All right, Jen. So, what have you done since the uh, last time we recorded? Uh, my team won yesterday. Did your team win yesterday? Yeah. Did your team win yesterday? Uh-huh. How about your team? Do you have an NFL uh, team? I have uh, went one and one. So you, NFL team. All right. Not? So, long story short, brief explanation. Uh, my hometown's the Panthers. Okay. My family's hometown's Cleveland. The Browns. Well, Youngstown, but the Browns. Oh, sure. And then, but I usually scrap all alliances if. My head coach from college is the head coach or an assistant coach for a team, uh, okay. and he's out of the league this year. So, okay. so, so, so who Browns are you rooting for this year? Browns and Panthers. Okay, so <clears throat> so we'll say your team won this year. It's funny the one guy who's been talking so much <laughs> crap all season long, uh-huh. he's not here. Well, his team. I mean, we're. I, I want to hear him talk about big bench portals. I mean, yeah. you know. It's, well, it's, 
I told him already. The bottle share barbecue is canceled. Like his team can't pull a shit together. Oh, he can't show up for the show. So fuck him. He's not getting anything. He's just, <laughs> it's just not a thing that's going to happen. Yeah, fuck him. So beer wise, did you do anything? Uh, I just got back. Uh, actually, literally within the last hour, was at Old Mech for their. Um, one of their uh, crap. I'm gonna say it wrong. It's not, it's, is it fifteen eleven? Is that the name of their? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not cool enough to be on the email list. Wells, it's um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's their like special society. You know, like whatever. It's it's not even really. Uh, I mean, it's it's super neat. Fifteen sixteen society. Um, you know, something they have events oh, for every once in a while. Uh, it's it's so they were they had their. Uh, Barenbach release in the mm. tap room, so you could get uh, Barenbach and unfiltered Barenbach, and uh, also um, get some of the pet bottles, the the PET uh, polyethyl trinolate, something like that. Um, the plastic bottles that they're they're putting their beer in now. Uh, we'll actually be talking about that well, later. Some on the of the beer, some of the beer, yeah, yeah, not all, but some of the beer. So yeah, cool, fun stuff, good things. Cool. Well, I mean, I went to the Brewers Ball this past weekend at mm. Discovery Place. So How was that? Balls. A lot of fun, you know. If you're going to get, what is it? I, I've seen it. I've never really paid attention. To it's it, to be honest. it's like a silent auction, live auction portion, but it's just a chance for different area breweries and restaurants to get together, and people get dressed up, and okay. basically, it's just a Charlotte Oktoberfest in a suit. Okay. So, uh, so wait, you were in a like a, a suit? No suit. No, I I, I want to see pictures of this. There were pictures of this. Well, where are they posted so I, I can see them? I don't know. Somewhere. I must see this. Probably on the book of faces. And I, and I would ask Kit, but Kit's a small business owner. You're just fucking working all the time. Well, no, I, I mean, uh, actually, I took Saturday off to take my kids out to uh, every year for the last 21 years. Pine Bowl has done like a little, almost like a, it almost looks like a state fair, like a really miniature state fair. Oh, okay. In the, um, in the, um, Oh, what's a uh, the, there's a lake park, uh, Bill Johnston uh, Lake Park, um, right down the street from the shop. So I took the kids down there and you know ran the Ferris wheel and stuff like that. But uh, you know, so you were a carny, yeah, a little <laughs> bit there the other day. You Boy, know, they, that they had funnel cakes, food trucks, you know, it was a good time. Like I would have walked up and be like, <laughs> nope, we're going somewhere else. <laughs> I, I, and I and I knew half the people there, so <laughs> so I was like, oh hey, hey, how you doing? You know, yeah, see you at the bar later. <laughs> yeah, say that's the joys of owning your own business and it's small yeah. business. You oh, and they're all like, hey kid, you're like, hey you. you. <laughs> Fire department guys, good to see you. Police department, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hello, Officer Jones. Yeah, right. You know, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, we drank some cool beer over the weekend, Fridays and Saturdays. You know, always uh, pretty uh, busy at the shop. So, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, we're always tapping some fun stuff, man. I tell you, we're, we're really fortunate to get the beer we get. So, so yeah, beer wise, man, it was uh, you know, it's always a, it's always a great weekend when you do what I do. Yeah, because uh, it's you know, we always drink really cool beer. Yeah. It, it helps that you know what to look for. Uh, I find that, uh, you know, even some of the places that I used to really enjoy going to and, and frequented quite a lot, I don't go to anymore because they have a new buyer and the stuff they get on tap, it just, it's not of interest to me. I never walk into your place and say, there's, there's nothing on tap that I want. You know, there's always like, um, I'll start doing half pours because there's like six things that I want. You know, uh, we're very structured. I mean, I, I make sure that we, by style, have something that everybody wants. I mean, it's it's very important. So, and, and yeah, that massage does feel really, <laughs> really do what I can, good. do what and, I can. Uh, 
Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I got I got to you know, I got to keep working them over cuz I got my my uh, Baptist keg is up here pretty soon. So it's about Fair time. Enough. Uh, All right, so I did something actually. You did once. <laughs> Whoa! I did I something. Hey, it was and, bad. And I'm a little scared. I'm actually going to do something in between the next recording too that's beer related. <gasps> I'm like actually actively trying to force myself to do beer related things, which is usually usually you force us to do things. So that's yeah, gonna be a nice right. change. He's in the keys or grab something. Uh, so I went to the Renaissance Fair. And I did something that they just started this year. And honestly, this was really the only reason why I went. Uh, they did a pub crawl. Which I thought, okay, why not? What's this going to hurt? I honestly went in with zero expectations of what kind of beer it was. But then I was kind of blown away with the fact that there is nothing at the Renaissance Fair except for Foothills beer. Really? That is it. Exclusive beer parade of the Renaissance Fair. Except for I saw one Guinness tap and one Yingling tap. Everything else in that entire place was all Foothills. No mead. No mead? Uh, meads were there too. Yeah, like wine, Chaucer's mead. Beer wise, just that was it. And I yeah. was like, really? Huh. And they had shit I'd never heard of before. Like, what was it? They had one that was like. Uh, was it an IPA? No, it was a just an amber ale. Like, oh. Oh, they just released that this year. Yeah. Yeah, like, malt something or another. Was yeah. it hazy? No. And it was not <laughs> nah, juicy <bruh>. either. <laughs> but then they had stuff like jade and, you know, the, the basics, hoppy yeah. and people's porter. But it was just really weird to see that. I kind of expected when they said a craft beer pub crawl, it was going to be like Shock Top and, you know, Yingling and shit like that. I was really blown Goose away. Goose Island. That, right. And Space Dust. Yeah. And all these I, I was really blown away that it was actual real local craft beer. You know, not local to Charlotte, but local to the state, which, I mean, let's face it, Hickory is, well, it's not technically Hickory. It's Winston-Salem. No, no, no. The, the Ren Ferry, yeah, I'm not real sure. I'm trying to remember exactly where it's at. It's not in Charlotte. It's like Cornelius, just north of. Yeah, a little, little out there. It's like in a, a 45 minutes away from at least downtown Charlotte or close to it. But it's still, it was cool to me that that was all you saw there. But it was just mind blowing that maybe they have like an exclusive rights type of a thing. I don't know. I mean, you two. I mean, the Ren Fair is there for. Not too terribly long. Right. So I suspect that it's probably just a matter of convenience. They I think it's a sponsorship thing. They, maybe they, well, and that could be too. I mean, That's it, what I was going to ask is, I don't know if either of you know, but. That, that would be my best guess. I, mean, okay. I, I don't know for sure. That, but that's, that's a great, you know, great, you know. Um, and, and I was going to say, the other thing too is, even though you're a captive audience, they don't charge you an arm and a leg. I mean, it's typical like fair prices, like six bucks for. A 12-ounce pour, which is that's, not bad. That's, that's not, not bad. awful that's not at, bad at all. Not bad at all. And, like, I was fully expecting to get gouged completely. Like, Jade sure. was 7 bucks. Everything else was 6 I'm like, okay. I'm totally okay with this. And then, you know, so we did the little pub and crawl thing and walked around, did stupid adult games and shit like that. And then the rest of the day was ours to just roam around and continue to drink beer. And I had a lot of fun, but it was just really mind mind-blowing to me the fact that it was just Foothill stuff. And like I said, one Guinness tap, one Yingling tap. That's it. That's I think that's fantastic. I'd, yeah. I'd be good. Yeah, exactly. I was very happy because I was again very nervous. That <laughs> I was walking into a Goose Island, and well, especially you know for Josh, who doesn't like to get out amongst the peoples anyway. Yeah, no. You know, gonna gonna need a little something to take the edge off, and uh, who knows what kind of garbage is going to be out there. 
Yeah, and hey, it started at like 10 o'clock in the morning, so that was nice. So it was, I was good and toasty by noon. There you go. That was a good day. Did you have a turkey leg, though? Yes. Oh, of course. You drink all day and like Must start have in the turkey leg. Yeah, turkey leg. Man, and I then I had it. like a steak turkey on a stick. And... Steak on a stick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I ate way too much. Well, I mean, that's what you do when you're there. You get drunk and then you need to bite too much food. Yeah, exactly. And then like by 830, I had passed out and it was time for bed. I was I mean, good. On the bright side, it's not like you woke up and bought like three breweries. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like, uh, yeah. This came out of nowhere. Oh, Segway. <laughs> and the the first one up is Cisco, which Cisco was kind I love of around song. here, but then they are they all right. So, Kit working at a place and dealing with distros, are they still distroed around here at all? I haven't seen Cisco offered to me since I've been in the market for the last four years. Uh, okay, buying beer. Um, I, they were very popular up uh, in D.C. when I lived up there. They were here and, and for a hot minute. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I was saying it was at Total Wine, which maybe they yep. had it. I remember seeing it at Vintners, too. It's a museum there, but yes. Yeah, well. it, it is. <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing them at Total Wine the last time they were delivered four years ago. <laughs> but, well, yeah, <laughs> that's probably They're it. still might, there. You might not want to check that date. <laughs> Oh, they don't date stamp. You're fine. Yeah. It's probably still good. So Cisco is, is one of the three that was purchased, and this is all purchased from the Craft Brew Alliance, who's all already had a stake in all three of these places that we're going to mention. So this came as no surprise to me, to be honest. They already had a, a minority share in each of these three breweries, and this is just them stepping in and finishing <laughs> off the job. Yeah, We've well, exactly. been talking about this with A and B because they're the closest one. They're out of Boone. Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about that for a while, that it felt like they were playing with dirty money almost. Um, Why dirty money? Because 31.5% of the Craft Brewers Alliance is owned by AB InDev? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. That could maybe be it. Yeah. The the fallout's going to be really interesting because, okay, we're... we're, I, I think the fallout there's already coming. If you just look at all you all your guys' social media outlets, the fallout's already happening from this purchase. Now, again, Craft Brewers Alliance... Only 32, 33% owned, right? Right. You still got people already talking about like, well, you already know Budweiser going to come in and buy them out uh, completely. So guess what? I'm not drinking A and B anymore. As of like this moment, they're not drinking A and B anymore. They're not even going to wait for the official purchase to be 100%. Well, I mean, fuck it. We're not drinking it anymore. That's kind of how I've been with A and B for since since this happened with the CBA for me. Yeah, I mean, when they linked up with CBA, and I mean, it's been, as far as I can remember, three some odd years Mm -hmm. plus. I haven't bought any of their stuff for that very reason because yep. it's just like it just feels like they are. It's kind of like the Tenth and Blake thing. We all know it's Miller, but they all kind of pretended it wasn't Miller, and now it is Miller, and it's like okay, like when it you know if it's a it's if it's a brewery Miller. that you like and you want to kind of hang around, like maybe you can justify it for a while. But Ambi wasn't anybody that really wowed me, and especially when. There's so many other options. But they're coming off a really big win. I mean, you know, if you count a silver medal as a win in the American IPA category here at GABF, yeah. which normally would have made pretty big waves. I mean, that's if you get top three in that category, I mean, sure. look, at, look at the strength of 3C was it, from was the, the American Pale Strong Was it category. the hazy IPA, though? Uh, no, it wasn't. See, nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Well, the first ever hazy IPA category. But yeah, I I thought um, I, I'm really fascinated at this. I'm waiting to see what my customers say because we have normally carried A and B. We've had a good relationship yep. with A and B. Yep. And now all of a sudden, this is kind of happening, and we're I'm I'm a little dubious right now. I don't blame you. Um, you know, at the end of the day, as a, as a retailer, you're going to go where your customers are asking for beer, and if you've got enough people asking for it, you know. That's probably fine. How do you handle it 
if somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm really looking for Miller Lite. It's, I'm not going to get into A and B per se, but like somebody comes in, they want something that is clearly macro or macro owned. How do you how do you how do you broach that topic? Uh, hey, with dude, hey, full disclosure, I have I have absolutely sold a half barrel of Bud Light for a wedding. Full disclosure, sure. Look, I take care of my oh, customers. We're, we're not going to you know. Yeah, like, I take. is going to write you off. Hey, hey, I uh, I take care full care of my customers. Um, you know, if you guys come to me and say, hey, Kit, I really don't feel like going out and hunting for Bourbon County this year. Are you possibly getting any? Now, I'm, I'm not, as far as I know, on the list. And la- but last year, they came to me all of a sudden and said, hey, hey, guess what? We got cases for you. And I was like, all right, guys, let me actually make some phone calls to see if I even give a crap. And then I actually sold them for a buck above bottle cost. Yeah. Because uh, I had customers that wanted to go out and get them. I was yep. like, dude, I'll make sure that you can spend more time with your families. Yep. Let me just go get uh, And then I sold them on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. <gasps> so they sold out yeah. before that. So, I mean, the bottom line, though, is, is that I am a businessman. And I'm right. going yeah. to... I'm a know, businessman. But, you know, there's also... Yeah, but there is also, I mean, uh, my morality actually flows with my customers. I and mean, I'm not scared to admit that. It's, it's... I mean, I don't carry wicked weed at my shop. I love Corey. I was on record for saying how much I love Corey. Yeah. You know, for my, my wicked weed rep in the area, man. He's a great guy. One of the best people in our, in our beer business. But when all of a sudden I went from selling two cases of pernicious a week to not being able to move an entire case in three weeks, yep. yeah. that told me everything I needed to know. And yep. I, and I yep. unfortunately couldn't carry it anymore, nor could I look at my brewer friends and justify spending $100 on a six-barrel for, for wicked weed when I could be spending $100, barrels, $100 on a six-barrel for my brewer friends. Right. Yep. And it's like, you know, and so therefore it's, well, it, it's like, a hard, rock and a hard place. It's like we've said a lot of times. A brewery like Wicked Weed selling to AB and Bev. I mean, that's, that is the whole point for a lot of breweries of, of opening. They want to go and they want to you know, follow their passion, but at the end of the day, they want to make money, and that's one way to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't mean that we all have to continue to support that forever. And like you say, your customers... It, they, they, with 7,000 breweries in the country... <sighs> It's important to have really awesome disqualifiers for why you don't drink a certain brewery. Yeah, because it, 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 it does narrow down your choices naturally, and it's and it's it's a it's fine. There's, I mean, I have no problem for a reason why somebody wants to drink a beer as much as they don't want to drink a beer. Yeah, right. Deal. And that's their it's their call, yep. and you choose exactly. to carry or not carry, and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, so the other one, so we've talked about Cisco, we've talked about A and B, Winwood Brewing is the last of the three that they, and they're out of Florida, yeah, Miami. Yeah. And so they they swept up all three of these, which they had already had po- co or part ownership. They were kind in. of in house, yeah. right? I mean, they were all part of CBA to begin with. Yeah, basically. And just in case anybody has forgotten, CBA itself is Red Hook and Widmer yep. and uh, what's the Kona Kona Py- Pyramid. Yeah, I think. Pyramid. pyramid. And there's one other. It's uh, you said Red Hook, Widmer, Kona. I think, it's no, all I up there in that oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like Pacific Northwest stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. Connecticut stuff too. They have <laughs> well, yeah, Cisco now, right? right? I mean, yeah. Well, no, no, no. They they literally had Red Hook was brewed up in Connecticut for a hot minute. Oh, wasn't now? Yeah. Why do I always think that of that as like a Portland beer? Yeah, and it is. That's okay. where it originated. But uh-huh. they, they had uh-huh. another brewery out here that they were that they were distroing from. Ah, uh-huh. see. interesting. So yeah, like I said, this was no real big surprise that they were just going to complete this. Uh, only, I, a, only a matter of time. Yeah, it was only a matter of time. We all knew it. And speaking of only a matter of time, so. And people stepping in and finishing off the job. Yeah. I mean, as we're yeah. saying, AB owns a, like just under 32% of CBA. Yeah, which is and, technically a minority ownership. Yep. But it's enough to lose CBA's craft designation. Yep. Um, but AB has a deal where they are locked in that they are able to buy off the rest of 
the rest of the Craft Brewers Alliance by next, what, next August? Yes. So, you know, we're on the clock yeah, now for... Ex- exactly. And I mean, it's just a matter of time that this is going to happen. I have And it will happen. Zeroed out. Oh, for sure. For sure. And and so then it just... You know, we, we talked about this. It's been a couple of shows ago. We talked about AB got kind of quiet there for a while. And I think this was their kind of play. And I, I would not be surprised to see CBA snag at least one or two more before AB finishes the purchase off. That would not shock me at all. I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate. All right. This will be fun. Go for it. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen as soon as everybody thinks. Okay, why not? I think that AB is sitting in a position where they're basically looking at their – they're still – them, Miller & Coors, are still 85% of the market. Their shares aren't falling, but they're not growing. Why rock the boat right now if you have a perfectly healthy semi semi owned subsidiary doing something now and now I could be dead wrong and tomorrow there's a fucking announcement saying <laughs> right you know, but you know because I agree with you I do agree with you I do, I do think they'll finish the purchase off but I, I uh, you know my understanding was is that they were pretty much done after the last one uh, what which one was it um, oh there was one, one of the ones that basically they, they said yeah we're, we're good for now we're not going to expand it, our yeah. portfolio anymore so, I mean, if this happens, I, I think I think maybe you're looking at a year, maybe two. But, um, you but know. yeah, a year. Yeah, that would be next August. But I so. don't, I, I don't, uh, I don't anticipate this happening. I don't think, I, I think uh, I'll be on the show again before the next time, before the purchase happens. Okay, it's a bold. That's a bold bet. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, he's, he'll, he'll be on the next episode. So well, he's yeah. already kind of. Uh, okay, so yeah. I just <gasps> damn it. Damn yep. Okay, I win. All right, so. <laughs> I guess the other the other question I I just kind of wanted to ask the room is, we we know this is happening. Do we think that once they buy this, because I always looked at CBA's kind of AB Skunkworks project, so to speak. Mm. So nobody quite. It was kind of like Jeff said earlier with Tend the Blake. Nobody officially really knew that Miller had a big hand in it, but they kind of did. It, well, when we first started out, Wells was making a funny face. It took us a while to figure it, it out, it took, but it wasn't. It, it got clearer as time went on. It, it got more clear as time went on, but it, uh, to me, it was very obfuscated that they were the ones that were involved with that. What's the point? I knew. So what I'm saying is, and just like the high end, um, AB, yeah. So do you think that's going to be their new skunk works after they buy a CBA? Because they've already kind of come out and said that's who we are. So like, I kind of feel like part of me does feel like. So, is it odd after they cut all of those jobs from the high end? Is that what they called it? Mm-hmm. The AB yeah. side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut all those people from the high end. What if they come in and pick up CBA? More job cuts. More job cuts, number one, but <clears throat> they've also replaced all the people that they have displaced anyway. I mean, anytime that you've got a merger, I mean, we talked about this the last show, you got two people doing one job. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. somebody's got to go. And even not everybody on each of these breweries is staying on. Like right. some of like A and B's founder is going to just run his the nonprofit that they have set up. So um, and brewing operations there will be turned over. So already uh, personnel moves are being made. A uh, quick question: I didn't notice in the article. Did anybody notice if AMC was acquired in this uh, uh, Appalachian no. Mountain Cidery? Oh. 
uh, didn't say anything. Because the um, government made them set up two different companies, two different facilities. They went from being AMB cider to AMC cider. Now, I, I was I was under the impression that the government made them do this. Now, I could be wrong. But I didn't see it in the article, and maybe I'm just wrong. Well, uh, <clears throat> no, it's a different cider. That's part of CBA. It doesn't say, but I would assume that both would transfer. I would assume that, but I also assumed when I saw a billion-dollar price tag on Ballast Point that Constellation was smart enough to get the liquor, and they didn't. That was a nope. <laughs> it's like, so, you know, I don't want to make any assumptions, but, I mean, because, you know, a- AMC's, AMC's ciders are actually really solid. I actually have somebody that comes in for them pretty much every two weeks, and, you know, so we carry them for her, but, I mean, you know, I mean... um, I I didn't I couldn't find anything on that honestly. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything in there either. And maybe so. that nobody else is thinking about it too. I wonder. Yeah, I just wonder. It'd be interesting. Huh. Yeah, who knows? It'll be very interesting. <sighs> somebody uh, was writing about it. That could be helpful. Yeah. Anybody writing about stuff anymore? Not anymore, because you know print media has been dead for years and years and years. But uh, Egon Spengler said that in 1985 was it? Yeah. Print is dead. Print is dead, and all about beer is now dead. Officially. Oh, man, that's so nice. after 39 years, doors are closing on it. Well, I have closed 100%. Uh, you know, th- this is one of those things where it was a cool magazine. I read it. I enjoyed it. But it wasn't something that I actively would seek out. But, like, I would see see an, art, you know, see an article sometimes and go, huh, maybe I should actually, you know, order the magazine and, and try it. It was kind of like, um, what are the two jackhole brothers that do that stupid fucking beer website that I cannot stand that make their magazine? Alston Brothers? Yes. And their <laughs> stupid magazine. The Beer Advocate? Yeah. That, that tells you how much I hate them, period, because I can't even remember the name of the site. Did they still make their magazine? That's quarterly now. Is it quarterly? That okay. was mentioned in this article, too. Oh, okay. How just like it used to be magazines were the way, and yep. then everybody's just doing the online component now. Yeah, exactly. So a couple months ago. Um, you know, all about beer bought draft magazine and said they yep. were taking it, you know, online only. And then at, at, at that point, that was kind of when all about beer magazine stopped doing print themselves. So, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's been a couple of years since I had a subscription to beer advocate. And even then I think I had like the, like Google play subscription. So I'd get them electronically. Wouldn't have to wait for the mail even. Oh boy! And even then, like by the time you're reading it, it's like, this is all like I used to get it mm-hmm. specifically like, well, these might be good show topics. Yeah. And everyone I'm like, well, we talked about that two months ago. Yeah. Well, that's old news. I mean, it's unfortunate that the news cycle just turns too quickly anymore. That's the reason that I stopped writing for creative loafing. It's hard for me to write get locked general. in yeah, no, get to a topic and have it presented and, and finished like two weeks ahead of time for it to go to print and everything. Right. A lot of times, a hot take that I would have would unravel. And I mean, I just sit tight and hope that someone else didn't break that news for the two weeks before it yeah. ran. And that's just no way for me to live at least. No, so, absolutely. I mean, not. I saw the writing on the wall with, with my own personal relationship with print just sucks for the people that it does know, are still working over there. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to, I, um, I think I think most of us I think most of us in here know Daniel Hardis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I figured we all probably did. Uh, but you know, I mean, you know, one of the best guys in the beer business. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's not get into it. <laughs> let's, let's, oh, you I don't know if I want to go that He's far. an awesome dude, man. He's uh, he's you know, okay. He's an awesome dude. He, and uh, you know what? Um, I, uh, I that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this, and I yep. was I was like, God Almighty. 
So, you know, especially as, you know, somebody that's done a we had, we had done a tasting at the shop with him. Uh, Tom Savage, assistant brewer from Gene Chasers, me, Aaron Gore, uh, Jeremy Byram from More Artists. We had all done a tasting down there, you know, the beat for print. And, you know, it was a lot of fun, you know, to see that he was doing that. And he was having fun doing that. And, uh, man, you know, and yeah. the, the history behind it, too. I mean, it's just funny that as we get more and more into, uh, you know, th- this craft beer movement, which is full blo- full blown right now, uh, that traditions, it, 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 some traditions are just not uh, sacred. Uh, they're, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna die. Well, it, it's really it, it's kind of a a reflection of what's going on in industry by itself. Oh, no question. You know, gone are some of the old standbys, and the new hotness is I got to put out something new every twelve days, and it's can only, and it's four packs, and we only did like thirty two cans of it. Limit one per person. Let's make trade bait. Yeah. I mean, you yep. know, and, and gone are some of the standard ways of build your clientele, have some flagships, you know, for some, and I'm going to say not, not all breweries do that, but some do. That's they're after the, they're chasing the fresh dollar. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Speaking of chasing fresh dollars. Yeah. This one, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. This one really kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere to me, but uh, Noda is making a, Spiked seltzer water thingy majuber, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yep, that's happening. So um, I I will ask a question. What goes into making a spiked seltzer? Water. Water. Carbonation. Uh Uh-huh. I, I would Where's, assume. So maybe, maybe the, let me rephrase my question. Where's the booze coming from? Where's the alcohol coming from? Because these are like four or six percent. I think I want to say what I read in the article. Um, sugar. What's? I would guess cane sugar. So, so yeah. are so is it like a a normal like fermentation process and they mix it with something or is it like a traditional? I'm not brewed sure. Product. I'm not sure how the fermentation for this works. Okay. There's a media event in between today and when this whole thing runs so i'll get the skinny on yeah, it i mean i soon look I, you know but, i have i have typically walked past spike seltzers without a second's thought on it um and we'll i will continue that, to do so the, the, the fact that no does make one like makes me want to try it but i don't see myself buying all right so look i i was speaking with somebody off the record that's in the industry this morning about this whole deal and he made a valid point can't blame Noda for going after a very no. popular market. I no. don't agree with this decision. I think it's a dumb idea. But hey, you know, but we you also do you, man. we also kind of looked at Sam Adams and said, "Why are you hitching up to cider?" And look what happened. Oh yeah. You know, I'm not then saying Then it was cider, then it was sodas, then it was seltzer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now it's just a countdown to see when Boston Beer Company loses their craft brewers designation because sure. a majority of their stuff is non-beer. I don't, and maybe you guys are a little more chicken little on this than I am. I don't necessarily read this as they're shifting their business plan and they're going full bore into Spike Seltzer. I think they're just offering it as another option. It's something they don't do today, and they're going to have it just like you know if somebody's like, oh hey, we're going to have this crazy foraged you know mushroom and pretzel beer. Yep, that could be a thing. So to be fair, I I don't understand this move at all. And yeah, I don't either. And it, it's not that it confuses me; it's just that it astounds me. Um, here they are suing the state over 
you know, the self distribution limit yeah. and claiming, Oh, we can't sell any beer past the 25,000 barrel threshold. So we're going to go ahead and enter into the hottest market, um, of hard seltzer. Yeah. Like, does that count against their beer cap? Yes, it will. Oh, that sucks. Anything that's made underneath their license will count against them. So that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna count against them. So, so I looked it up, and everything seems everybody seems to be agreeing on this. Uh, it's basically the ingredients are carbonated water, uh, vodka, or malt base. So in okay. Noda's situation, they're using obviously malt base. Yeah, uh, and it says with every with literally everything possible. Uh, except the alcohol and water stripped out of the malt base. Okay. Sugar, flavoring, and then acid and an acid regulator for tartness, which gotcha. the carbonation is actually going to add a little bit of tartness. You know, carbonation hits yeah, the sour receptors in our palate. Yeah. I mean, so, but anyways, the guy, the guy just, the, the most succinct description says that's literally what's in them. There's no brewing being done other than making the alcohol base for them, which likely aren't made on site is what this guy says, but obviously in notice case, it probably will be, especially if they're going to be using their license. Yeah. Uh, my biggest concern was, is um, this seemed like a very similar play to what noble cidery just did up in Asheville. And here it is October. We had our first freeze this morning Yep. and here these things are being released when they should have been released in the summer or maybe even held off on. Yeah. Uh, Cause noble just released a spike seltzer. Uh, excuse me, a, uh, a seltzer, a spritzer, cider spritzer, excuse me. Okay. And I was just, and I looked at my rep and I was just like, dude, seriously, it's, you know, it's fucking September. Yeah. Four you know? months ago would have been great, but not now. Four months ago? Fabulous. Now, okay, fine. You're positioning yourself for next year, but right. here you are taking up production time. Here you are taking up, you know, capacity. You're doing yeah. these, uh, a spritzer thing, which, oh, by the way, man, up in Asheville, and even here, man, it gets a little cold, man. I'm, st- I mean, I'm. This is dark beer weather, dude. I'm ready to start drinking some dark beer. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 that was the only thing. Otherwise, I felt like, hey, dude, instead of like bringing in wine and make trying to make money off of wine, yeah. uh, to appeal to uh, either the non-beer drinking crowd or let's just be honest, the female crowd. Well, and maybe that's not fair, but there are a lot of folks that are looking for gluten reduced. I mean, that's, that's the world we live in. You know, they, they want something that, you know, they're, whether they're coming to you and asking for cider, they may be looking for something that's just gluten reduced. And this is an option. But yes. this is literally fizzy sugar water. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I like sodas on time time. I mean, well, and all right. So a little rum not, not to continue to bash on them, but I, I am with Wells from this perspective. And this is concerns. where this is where it concerned me was. We are actively in a lawsuit against the state because we are at capacity and we're using our license for this. Why? What's what's the game? That's what that's where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I think this undercuts their legal standing argument at least just a little bit. Yeah. So well, that, they were only at nineteen thousand barrels, so they had some. They yeah, had they've, some they've got some room to play with. Absolutely. I mean, they're not like OMB that's like holding at twenty three thousand barrels, right? By the you know by you know just bracing themselves so they don't get raked over the coals for not making more beer. Right. Right. I mean, you know, so, I mean, so there's that, but you know, I, I I like it to, to, in order to diversify, but I just question the timing. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. Completely. And again, I mean, this would have been great for the hot weather. Yeah. And it's not like we've had any shortage of hot weather (laughs) here in the Charlotte area. No, we finally get a break like this last couple of weeks. Hey, hope you like that cool weather. Guess what? Here's some hot weather beer or, Spiked waters. Spiked well, it's water. it's like uh, if you want it to rain, just go have your car washed. Yeah. Same situation. Sure. So thanks a lot. I had to like 
turn the heat on this morning because Noda's run, rolling out a hard seltzer. Usually, you know, Mactoberfest is enough to like get that first cold snap in, but it just didn't happen this year. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's kind of a bummer. Right. I mean, you know, it, we're in a bar box season now, and it's like, ah, okay, yes. yes. Now, it, now it is fall. No, now you said fall. the term cold snap, and that made me think of Sam Adams. And I was sitting here laughing because the other day somebody actually mentioned at the shop that they were in, because of Truly sales, because they are the manufacturers of Truly. Yeah. They're like in danger of losing their craft standing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, and so that's like, oh, yeah. I mean, Angry right, Orchard yeah. and Truly and the Shandies and everything, they're on the verge of having, you know, a majority of their stuff be non beer. So, no well, crafts. Let's, let's, uh, uh, luckily, the note is a long way off from that. Thank God. Oh, so, I, yeah, so very long way off. Let's just hope it works out for Susie, Susie and Todd because I tell you, I think it's going to. It's going to be tough. Yeah, for sure. Ho- ho- let's hope yep. it works out. All right. Are we ready for break? Let's do it. All right. We'll be back in 30. Okay. Bye. It's time for buying and buy. I'll explain how it works. Thanks. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Because if you asked me to explain it, then we might not hear me. Hey, I think I can hear you now. Maybe <sighs> we'll find out. Yeah, we'll in find about out. a week. Yeah. Well, we'll find out tonight. I'll check before. But it's pretty simple. <laughs> what are we going to do? Re-record the first show? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. We drink a beer. We like it. We don't. It's a one or a zero. Pretty simple. <coughs> So Jeff, first beer up. All right, first beer up uh, we're going to talk about tonight is uh, the aforementioned uh, Old Mecklenburg Pet Bottled uh, Beer. Uh, part of their event was they gave us a six-pack of Pet Bottles. Uh, it was two Copper, two Captain Jack, two uh, Mechtoberfest. And so um, I, I had you all pour your own beer because normally I pour for you, but I, yes. I like specifically was handing the bottle. So you kind of get a feel for it in the hand. Um, it's kind of weird. The neck's kind of squishy, uh, yeah. but it, it, it visually, it looks exactly like a glass bottle. Yeah. Um, thickness wise, it, it looks like the, the walls are as thick as a glass bottle would be. Um, it's lighter for sure. Yeah. But um, so this is polyethylene terephthalate. Uh, which they can use to make all kinds of things, but they have to hydrolyze monomers and then purify and repolymerize to make PET. Um, neat stuff. Old Mac is, we've talked about it before. This is the, they're the first brewery in the U.S. that's offering this uh, as an option. Uh, zero impact, recyclable, shatterproof package. I was going to... BPA free? I w- I- yes. Okay. It's that I'd ask. Yep. I Trust me. We should grab one of those I other bottles. I asked too. We should grab one of those other bottles and throw it on the ground and see what happens. <laughs> Josh is not liking that idea. Okay. Nope. Uh, yeah. I have to clean it up. Well, you said you were used to that, you know. Uh, zero chemical impurities. Stays colder longer than any other beer package. Now, that would, that'll be an interesting one to test out. Hmm. I wonder if it's because that PET is maybe a little more insulative than glass, perhaps. Which Possible. means it's harder to cool down. Yeah, I, can, I can see that. That's, that's very true. That Boom. goes both ways. Yeah, recyclable, um, and and it is a it is a brown bottle, so it looks again, it looks just like those stuff. Um, Jocelyn said they do um, have these made off site. This isn't okay. like one of those things where they get the pucks and they have a machine that 
and you know like blows the bottle out um hmm? wasn't aware that was even a thing for like two liters after taco bell yeah for like two liters and such especially like the thinner plastic they come in as little pucks because they're cheaper to ship okay and they go into a little machine and yeah, the machine and has like high pressure them. air inflates it and basically like blows it up like a balloon yep um, as far as uh, you know, so uh, number one, they're still date stamping, which is great. Good. Uh, this copper is this is a uh, old Mex copper from uh, October third. I don't think we need to buy no buy it because we have bought no bought yeah. copper over the years. Um, it doesn't taste any different. Doesn't being, taste any. I mean, which, in the which is the idea? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, look any different. The only nope. time is it feels different in your hand because it's lighter than a normal glass like bottle. The, yeah. Are you saying it's like the stranger? It's, it's squishy. Gross. That's squishy. Yeah, you're the one that like yeah. you're like you know like, pulsating like, your hand. Like, 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 dude, like, 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 like squeeze, 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 squeeze the tip, man. Just squeeze the tip. I shall call him squishy, and he shall be mine, and he shall be my squishy. Uh, but no, I, I I like this. I mean, you know, well, in, as, as a man that has a pool, yeah, oh, there totally, you go, totally, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, now you've got some. Pool you know, you're gonna get more. yelled at at the pool for taking that in there. Just oh no, totally. First. And Look, it's be, squishy. It'll be great, but like, but it's squishy. You can't, you can't yell at me. You can't make me go away. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, like, like this. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Wilson. And I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be the problem. Is yes, technically it's okay, but good luck convincing anybody of that. You know, they're still going to make you put it away or get rid of it or whatever. But um, it's your house, your pool. You can do it. Damn straight. Well, yeah, and, and your and pool, cool. At the public pool, eh. yeah, they're they're going to have problems with it. Um, but no, I, I I like these bottles. Um, they are more expensive for Old Mac. Uh, yeah, like not a ton, but. I was told that they are more expensive. Shipping costs are less. Shipping costs are less. So maybe it balances out. I don't know. There's got to be a reason that they're doing it other than they it, just want to be able to get into more facilities that normally don't allow glass. That's exactly Which why they're doing it. golf courses. Yes. Country golf clubs. And we, all, and we all know how Sports great. Sports events. Like you can have Copper in the Panthers game now since they're phasing yep. down. Yeah. We all well, know if they're willing to put the, up with that the, shit. The, the local yeah. PGA yep. events love to have local craft beer, right? Time out. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. You can't have glass bottles at Bank of America Stadium? No, you haven't been able to have glass bottles in NFL stadiums for decades, dude. No, have no you shit. seen the yeah. fans? No. Have you well, seen the Eagles fans? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. They did poor Santa with batteries. <laughs> D-cell batteries, yeah. not triple not A. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good point. All right. My all question right. is, why do they even bring D-cell batteries? Never mind. I don't want to know. Well, I take it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, so anyway, there's all kinds of reasons. <laughs> right, Jealous so, of their wives. So we're not going to buy no buy Whoa. that one, uh, just for reasons. But again, um, you know, again, thanks to uh, Jocelyn and the team over there for hooking us up with some of these bottles. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. Really cool. I like the idea. Um, it'll be interesting to see if this takes off. Yeah, I, I, don't, say, I don't think so this is going to be the next can. But you, you and I were having a, a conversation through text, and you know, like I've got. I bought a six pack of Mecto this week and it was still the glass bottle. So it's not rolled out widely yet to yeah. consumer bases, but I, and I don't know that it will be. I don't think, th- I don't think it's it not. Will. They're only going to be sending them to certain accounts. Yeah. yeah. Like country clubs and, and I would golf imagine, or swimming and, and, pool and, I, right. and I think they're going to have them at the brewery. So, you know, if you went there and said, Hey, look, I would like to buy some of these pet bottles. I think they would sell them to you at the brewery. Right. They're just not, you're not going to see them at your Harris Teeter. Yeah. Cause no. which I mean, honestly, do you really need that? No, your home? no, no. And no. it's going to freak people out. People that don't yeah. know any better. That yeah. They're going like, to pick that up and go, why does this feel so light? This is not a normal six pack. There's something so, wrong here. Some some couple's going to get in a fight, and one of them's going to try to like smash us over the other <laughs> one's head, and it's just going to go. Clunk. That's it. That is the one downside about this, though. Like the bar fight, the stabbing capability is just diminished. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Thunk. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I can still like beat somebody with a full one because you know it's not going to break over someone's head. <laughs> but gonna, I can't stab you're them somebody with a straight up concussion. I know. All right, so into the actual beers that we. All right, so are going so moving on into uh, uh, actual beers that we had. Uh, first beer for tonight: uh, Free Range Brewing's collaboration with Fonta Flora, uh, called Cornbread. It's a Carolina farmhouse ale with heritage corn. I, I, don't, I don't know. Have you ever had heritage corn, Josh? I have. Uh, oh shit! Okay, <laughs> dude, you grew up in the Midwest. Yeah, I know. What, you, what, you, what's heritage had, corn? It's just basically corn that has been replanted. You know, just traditionally farmed. Corn. Yeah, traditionally yeah. farmed. It's not like, like heritage we, tomatoes. We don't put a label on it. Y'all like to put labels on stuff around. Well, here, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, well, that's, they're directly corn planted at the old Heritage USA down in Tiga K. <laughs> Oh, really? No. Haven't had that. <laughs> he said, God bless. <laughs> bless your heart. Bless it. Bless your All right, heart. so this has got NC Barley, Cherokee, White Eagle Corn, Bloody Butcher Corn. Bloody Butcher Corn. Yep. Jesus. All right. Nelson Hops, Huel Melon Hops, 96% Carolina ingredients, 4% other shit we don't want to tell you about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just messing up. Um, this was actually really good. I really like this. Um. A nice little bit of tartness to it. Uh, very smooth. Um, I like it a lot. I had to buy this. Uh, Wells? Oh, gosh. I'm all screwed up. I'm like, where's... No, that's not Chris. That's not perfect. <laughs> no, I'm I'm on board. That's probably the third <laughs> bottle of this that I've picked up. Uh, it's just a nice mixed culture saison with some very decent acidity. Um, it's, it's light-bodied, but it's not boring. Yeah, it's so. easily the best free-range beer I've had. You need to get by free range more often, which Fair is enough. also true. I, it, it's been a while. It's it's been probably a year. So who am I kicking off this uh, now? Are you gonna go, kid? Are you wanna go, yeah, kid, kid. Hey, kid. kid. Oh, dude, I'd buy this. I, I I thought it was very nice. I mean, um, you know, like you said, mixed culture says on. There's not really. A whole, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and go too geeky. I mean, it's a dude. It's just it's an easy drinker. It's not too complex. It's uh, it, it's it's light. It's got some tartness. It's um, I mean, it's not a goza. You know, which you're drinking out at the pool. But, you know, dude, I can see this, you know, being a porch beer easily, man. I mean, I, I would absolutely buy this. I think it's very tasty. Yeah. yeah well, and you're right. It's, it's got that nice little kick to it. It's not. Yeah. It's very easy drinking. This would be one of those great springtime beers. You know, things start to. <laughs> oh, this beer's great. Too bad you weren't here four months yeah. ago. <laughs> no, this is it's a damn good beer. Bye. Next beer up. All right. Next beer up. Kit was very excited about this one. I wonder why. He brought it in. Um, Green Man's Drink a Peach, Peach Sour Saison. Uh, barrel-aged Peach Sour Saison straight from the mystical Green Man cellar. 14 months of aging. Mm-hmm. How about that? Uh, blended with some Brett yeast and smooth vanilla bean. I'm glad they didn't get the sharp vanilla bean. Those are, those are the worst. <laughs> <sighs> they can't all be winners. Yeah, I can't take them out womp, womp, womp. Uh, 6%, it is um, it is okay. I um, Unfortunately, whenever you say peach and sour, my mind goes to Upland, and unfortunately, this is not quite there. It's a fine beer. I would appreciate having this in a sharing situation opportunity like we are doing right now. Um, I don't think I'm going to buy it, though, so it's a pass for me. No buy. Wells? I've been waffling on this, but I'm going to buy it. Um, it's just enough peach. I'm not getting a too terrible ton of vanilla. Um, but it's because it's the smooth vanilla. Oh, it's that smooth vanilla. 
But no, it's a easy drink and sour. It's not hurting my teeth too much, so uh, I'll buy it. Kit, I I um I did buy it uh, to bring here. I did get it from the brewery. I was up at Asheville. It was actually my first time in Asheville since living there. Oh, so this like, isn't like a five finger discount. Correct. Model. No, this is uh, you know this is <laughs> I mean, it's your own shop. You, you do what you want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, you know, uh, I think uh, for my taste, um, the smooth vanilla is actually what kind of took it down a notch for me. I would have much rather enjoyed the uh, sharper peach flavor. Yep. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I think um, I think this, they, they really, I, this was the first, again, I don't keep up with too many brewery-only releases. This is one of the first ones that was pretty hyped to me, that I was like, oh, wow, man, they got this, you know, killer sour coming. There's going to be very, very limited distro, which you will see some in Charlotte stores here soon. Uh, but um, Not many. I, I uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh I uh I I think uh, they really were hoping this was maybe I'm wrong but I really hope they were I think they were thinking this is going to be the next Bootsy Maceo uh, Snozberries like we I just mentioned a couple minutes ago off uh, off mic um, and I don't yes. think it is I don't think it is so I do think it's it's worth other people going and buying I don't regret my decision but uh, I think there's other peach sours I'd rather be drinking right now that are on the market so I'm gonna say no buy Ooh. Josh. So what if I blew your minds for a second? What if they took peach off of this and it just... Blackberry? Actually, no, fuck blackberry. But pretend like there's no peach in this. This actually, I don't know if it's the vanilla or the, the brett or whatever they're using, but this actually has a nice little farmhouse funk to it. Definitely does that. That is really, really good. For me as a Saison fan, I like that farmhouse funk. I don't get any peach in this at all. And I fully expected to get peach and I don't like peach in any way, shape or form. So, so I I guess they've got that going for us, which is nice. I mean, I'm in love with this beer. This is fantastic. I I, do. I I would not. I mean, look, it was 20 bucks. All right. Right. I mean, so I'm not blaming anybody for buying this for six and a half percent. It stays on like you're going to have to win me over. Let's be honest. This is quality. It's quality beer, okay? Yeah, yeah. Is it to everybody's taste? No. Right. Yeah. Uh, and 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 for again, and that's why I said no buy because I'm going by my own taste. I would not buy another bottle of this. Yeah. yeah. And and we've always said this is a very subjective thing for very us. Very subjective things. But I mean, dude, this is. I mean, I think a lot of people are going to really like this, just yeah, like you this are. Is damn I, good. Yeah, I think you're right. I in, in that in that regard. Yeah. If if you are looking at this and you go in looking at. This is not a peach sour. Like Jeff said, this is not an upland peach. It's not going to rip the enamel off your teeth. You're not going to pucker up. You're going to get a little tiny hit, and then you're going to get a lot of funk on the back. And that's where it's it's really shining to me. So big, huge buy. Very nice. Very nice. Next beer up. All right. Next beer up um, from Lenny Boy here in Charlotte is their Tropicalis White IPA <coughs> featuring their house Belgian yeast. Um. So I, I tasted this and I'm like, that doesn't taste bad, but something like didn't sit right with me. And I've been sitting here kind of sniffing the can and it clicked for me why I don't like this beer. Um, we okay. have this, <clears throat> we have this ant killer that is pet safe and it has like spearmint in it. And this has like, to me, there's like this spearmint kind of smell coming off of it. I don't like it. Right. So I know it's weird, but I'm, I'm not hey. going to buy it for that very reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wells. I was, well, Ant killer aside, um, I don't, white IPA is just not really a style that's grabbed me. Uh, and I think this is well made for what it is. I just don't like what it is. So I'm going to skip this just 
because of white IPA. Okay. Kit? Uh, I think the Belgian yeast is actually a really nice twist. Uh, I, I the, the the phenols that are coming off of that, the in other words, the spice cabinet of what the the yeast emits versus the esters, which is the fruit bowl. You know, um, you know. So I, I, I what really are you some kind of damn cicerone? Something, <laughs> something like that. I, I, I mean, I you know, actually, again, he is, folks. He's he's, th- he's legit. This is this is definitely a beer that I really enjoyed. I I was sitting there sipping it, going, man, I hadn't had this probably since we first brought it in the cans at the shop and. And I was I was crushing on it, man. I thought I thought I thought it was really good. It's an absolute buy. Josh, what do you think? Well, I bought a four pack of it and saved one for us. So <laughs> if that tells you anything, it doesn't. Uh, it I was thought the, you just bought one out of curiosity. You have you have this. seriously said I hated this beer and we've got to have one on the show because I want to talk about it. Well, yep. yeah, because that makes some entertaining radio sometimes. But, sometimes, uh, but still, don't pretend like you're always doing us a favor by yeah, right. saving oh, us. I know I'm not. Seriously. Oh, no. I totally I mean, saved one. You should know what that means. No. I know that could exactly mean anything. I would say half the time I do it to be, just be a pure asshole, too. So, you know. <laughs> that is what you're good at. Yeah. But this is one of those, like, you know, we, we've discussed with Lenny Boy for the longest time. I always thought they were just the booch makers. And then Citrophilia really opened Beach. my eyes to the fact they can make some damn good beer. And mm-hmm. so... Anymore, I just I've just started picking up Lenny Boy stuff I haven't tried, and this is one of them I hadn't tried. Have you been really to their like tap that. room? No. You need to go. You they have eighty three things on tap. Maybe Sweet. not eighty three, but it's like twenty three. I mean, it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's overwhelming as hell. And it is a lot of kombucha, yeah. but sure. But it's I mean it, it's a neat place. Yeah. And if you like this, then you should totally go. Uh, dude, John's making some really quality beer right now, and he yeah. and he, you know what? He's got a flavor in mind when he's when he's brewing, and you can. I mean, I've talked to him specifically about this. It, you, 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 he he sits there and says, you know, hey, I really really loved Von Stefaner's Fest beer. So when we do our you know Fest beer, I, I want it to have just a little bit more toasted malt than that, but somewhere in between a Martzen and uh, and, a, and a Fest beer. And he goes and brews it. And yeah. he nails it. Yeah. And it's like, wow, man. You're, I mean, he's yeah. a very, very smart guy. Yeah. They've been knocking out of the park for me lately. Totally agree. Next beer up. All right. Um, I haven't said this in a while, but sometimes you see uh, some can art and you're like, I think I'm going to buy this. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker. <laughs> so I'm, I'm six and a half feet tall, so I'm a sucker for a giraffe. Um, Hi, Jeffrey. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, hello. <laughs> exactly. Rip. I don't want to grow yeah, up. Right. <laughs> I'm a, I used to be a Toys R Us kid. Well, hey, they're trying to come back. So I, well, why not, Toys right? Toys R Us kid. Uh, High Wire's uh, latest Hop Circus. This is Hop Circus number five. Um, a tropical white IPA, so we know what Wells is going to say. Uh, normally, I would hate on um, these, these uh, smooth, soft, juicy IPAs, but I think I really like this one a lot. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> no. No, that that's not quite it. Um, but as I was looking at at the can and seeing, you know, um, what they had in here, it does reference. Uh, where did it go? Uh, mango and pineapple. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, no, I totally get it. I I get like I don't I don't think I want this. I don't want a keg of this. This isn't gonna be my daily driver. But like, this is a good fun beer that I like. So I'm gonna buy this one. Okay, well. See, this isn't as estery to me as the other one was, so I am fully on board with this. I, but I'm sure that's not a Belgian yeast either. Oh, correct. That's definitely not. So, oh, look at that freaking Cicerone over there. On board. I, w- I will buy this one. Kit? Uh, you know, I, I just brought some of this into the shop here this past week, and uh, I was interested in trying it, so I'm glad I'm getting to try it tonight. Um, definitely way more of a straightforward uh, white IPA. Um, and, you know, the white IPA category is pretty fascinating to me because you – 
you look at uh, the craze that is the the hazy IPAs, and the two proteins that they're or the two grains that they're trying to use to get the protein haze in there is oats and wheat. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, depending on their brewery, I mean, if you're Wooden Robot, you know, and you know Dan's wife uh, has celiacs, you know, you you can't. He's not going to brew any of his beers, you know, with wheat. Yeah. You know, then okay, well then you're going to use oats. But if you are a brewery that doesn't really care about your adjuncts in, in terms of, you know, celiacs or, or um, any sort of gluten intolerance, well, then you know what? You're going to use wheat. And so uh, I thought this was uh, a lot better um, on the second sip that I just had than I did on the first. I, I felt like I, I tasted it right behind the Tropicalis at the first. And it was like, oops, uh, I don't really taste anything here. Uh, but I, I would absolutely buy this. I thought it was very refreshing, very good, great, nice medium body uh, with good hop flavor. Josh. So you had another one that I bought. Actually, I have to thank my wife for this one. Because she likes giraffes? I, apparently, no, she likes pink. So she saw the pink color and she's all about it. Already having one white IPA that I knew I had, I was like, I don't really want to put two of them on for, for us because what's the point in that? Uh, somebody's there. You don't say. Yeah. But no, this was another one of those that I really enjoyed. And like Kit said, this what this isn't a quote unquote white IPA. In other words, this yeah. is not a Belgian IPA. This is mm-hmm. totally different category, and it's damn good. Mm-hmm. So, absolute mm-hmm. buy. Uh, something I forgot to do. Uh, so no dates on the um, free range, but that's a brewery only limited release, right? I know exactly when the release date was. Yeah, sure. And the same for the Green Man, no, no date on that one. Same thing, because you know when it came out. Okay. Well, I mean, unless a year has gone by and it's still sitting on somebody's shelf. Just come out. Just saying. Which, I mean, wouldn't hurt that beer. No, no. I, no. Sure, I don't. would not. Uh, Tropicalis 828. Okay. So, uh, you know, about two months old. Yeah. Uh, this high wire, 11 days old. Yeah. Dang. That's, that's not a bad way to go. Solid. Uh, speaking of fresh... Next beer up, Birdsong's latest in their IPA series, the So Fresh IPA. Uh, this was canned 11 days ago as well. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> story goes, they had uh, Idaho 7 hops overnighted, and this is a wet hop ale. Mm-hmm. Um, for lack of being able to get higher ground in a can, this will get me by. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that this is a bitter IPA. In a can, I like this. I love this. I bought two four-packs after having it at the brewery, and I'm so glad I did. Uh, really dig this one. Big buy for me. Wells? Wet hot beers are pretty much hit or severe miss for me. Uh, and Birdsong, some of their canned IPAs haven't always been hitting the spot. But I'll tell you, this one is well worth my time. Yep. So... I was a little hesitant and <laughs> you know, quick, and, and quickly went back for seconds. Well, this to be fair, right? I mean, <clears throat> whenever somebody puts out an IPA series, they're not all going to be winners. At that's least right. not for you, because everybody's tastes are different, and mm-hmm. that's okay. And we saw that with Foothills. And, yeah, yeah, and, and even some, of, we did some of Birdsong's IPAs, I've had some that I've... This IPA series. Mm-hmm. I like the Turn to Stone. Mm. A bunch of the other ones I've been nonplussed with. This one is absolutely my favorite so far. Yep. So, I'll buy this. Yeah. Kit. Uh, I it, it I can definitely tell it's a. Uh, I don't, and I say this knowing full and well that I just had it. It's definitely a birdsong IPA. <laughs> I, I they, they 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 taste familiar. You know the the you know there's um. 
They have a style. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And uh, you know, I think it's. Uh, I, I love the bitter finish on it. I think it's. Um, it's a refreshing thing these days. You know, so many people, you know, playing with all these ingredients these days in their IPAs. You know, it's just kind of cool to see a, you know, a, just a straightforward uh, wet hop IPA come out from local market. Idaho 7 is notorious for being a little harsh. Uh, so I'm, you know, pretty sure that's where that came from, though, that bitter finish. Yeah. But I, I think it's, a, I think this is a great beer. I think it's a great buy. But there's nothing in this, right? Like the label doesn't say anything about mango or guava no, or pineapple. Water and or, yeast. Or, yeah. No, I mean, you're going to get, get fresh hops. Yeah. Fresh those hops. fresh hops, tropical notes on the, on the Idaho 7, you know, with some uh, henna citrus, henna pine. Yep. And, and bitterness because that shit is harsh. Yeah. Josh. So the next show, I apologize, but. Thanks to Wells, I now do buy the milkshakes and the hazy juices, and we've got a couple of those coming up. Yeah. Hey, you never know. They could be good. I, I'm, try, I'm that, trying to get myself, you know, to There's wear. one that I can vouch for. The other one I have not tried. <coughs> so we're going to find out. All right. Live tasting. But the, it is nice still to, and, you know, we've talked about this kind of off mic, and we're going to have one of their beers next show, Bold Missy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. When the three of us, Wells, Jeff, and myself, when we went uh, right before I left for the Dominican, like we were sitting in there and they had just a plain American pale ale. And it was nice to just to have a plain American pale ale that tasted good, didn't have a bunch of adjuncts in it. It was just a beer. I tell you, I went to uh, Duckworth's with my in laws this past weekend because they were in town and got a flight and trade all the you know the crazy things that are going on and then i just i just got like a stone double ipa yeah. just a just a glass of a stone double ipa nothing fancy nothing funky going on just the regular enjoy bite i'm like oh yeah this is just a regular ipa and i have i actually really enjoyed it more than everything else yeah it was just nice to, it's just every now and then nice to Kind of go back to basics. Did you guys, anybody have the uh, Founders Four Giants here recently? No. No. So the Four Giants was a blend of four different double IPAs. Three of them are brewery only. One of them was Double Trouble. Uh, <gasps> did you, is that in your bag? Did you? Unfortunately, to... no, because it was Kegel. Hey. And but, I didn't but get you a crowler. crowler. At, I didn't at get Kids Trackside Craft, you do crowlers. Uh, so yeah, Thanks for the promotion. Uh, but no, um, I told uh, Cam from Founders that if they had done that beer 10 years ago, it would be one of the hottest releases every single year on the For market, sure. still to this day. Yeah. It's it would be so, Hop Slam, right? It's so refreshing to these days to get a bitter, straight up yeah. IPA, double IPA, session IPA, pale ale, name it. Yep. It's so refreshing. Yeah, exactly. And that and that's where I land on this. Like, this is a damn good wet hop beer, and thank you, Bert Song, for just making a normal ass IPA. Mm, shit, yeah. I appreciate it. Mmm, normal ass IPAs. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, final beer up. Uh, final beer up. Um, this was bottled. So, so this is from Upland Brewing in uh, Indiana. Uh, this was bottled in March of 2017. Uh, this is Cursed Kettles, a barrel-aged fruited sour ale, uh, where the Upland Woodshop, which is their footer side of the house, uh, partnered with Prairie. And so this is an ale, Asian oak barrels on figs and black cherries. Um, kettle soured with lacto from prairie and then fermented with 100% brett uh, aged in previously used wine and bourbon barrels with figs and black cherries for three months um, damn this is good this is just a fun beer I've been trying to figure out when to bring this one out Yeah, and um, <laughs> I'm kind of mad I only got one when I was up there but uh, I really like this beer a lot so I'm a, I'm a big buy on this one 
It's just smooth and tasty and delicious and fun. Wells? So I got a little nervous. Upland sours tend oh, yeah. to do that to me. But Prairie, they treat me right. So yeah. took that first sip with a little hesitation. And, and damn, if this didn't this taste like... like a collaboration between two breweries that I eminently respect. So. At some point, you need to get rid of that experience that was the Kiwi Sour from Upland. That one did hurt. I thought it was the Kiwi one that you It did. was Kiwi Lambic. Okay. Hurt yeah. like hell. Yeah. So. Yeah. You need to let go of that experience. Uh-uh. No, I wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats with that one. And when you have it, you will too. But anyway, <laughs> super delicious uh, on this at least. So big bye. Kid, Kid. what do you think? I was when we, when you first poured it for me. I was, I was like, wow, what is that? And I finally figured it out. It's a Manhattan. It's got a really nice Manhattan nose. You can look at the color of it. Some of that's going to be from the fruit, but some of that's going to be from the dark malts, the, the darker malts of the use, I should say. I mean, uh, the nose is Manhattan. The flavor is not, but you get the nice stone fruit, the figs. Uh, the, it's not overly acidic. It's not too tart. It's a really well-made beer. I mean, if you guys, anybody out there listening to this can find bottles of this, you should absolutely buy a bottle of this. It's a 100% buy. Josh? I mean, it's Upland. And it's not that I hate Upland. It's just I know what it can do to me and my stomach occasionally. I can already kind what of feel it. What it can do. I can already kind of feel it a little bit with this sure one. sure it wasn't that peach one? It could have been the peach, too. I don't know. It could have been one or the other. Still not going to ever turn this beer down. Just, I couldn't finish a whole bottle. Oh, by yeah, myself. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be in heartburn heaven. But I'd still buy it. All right, it's time for I had to tap that. That's pretty simple. Out of all the beers that we drank, gentlemen, what would you put on your home kegerator? So, Jeff, where are you going? Uh, normally, this is the part where I stall and try to make up time and try to decide like I haven't already. Um, sometimes I have, sometimes I haven't. But in this case, it's a, it's a clear buy for me. I'm, I'm going to tap that so fresh. Uh, and I'm going to drink the hell out of it, and I'm going to keep it fresh, and it's going to be gone quickly. And I'm going to be good with that. So I would tap the uh, bird song, So Fresh. All right. So Fresh IPA. So Fresh. Wells, what you tapping? I'm going to go with that. Uh, the free range cornbread. Just I think that is going to be beautiful on draft. Mm-hmm. Good. good choice. I'm going to agree with Jeff, man. I think the, uh, the So Fresh. I think that's a home run IPA for bird song. And um, I do have a keg of that at the shop. It will go on soon. What? And uh, I'm excited to share it. I think, um, you know. Or, uh, or, or, and hear me out. I'll just come and pick it up this week. And just put it in my fridge. We can talk. We'll talk off mic. We'll talk off mic. We'll talk off mic. It's gonna cost you, but <laughs> yeah, I bet. But uh, no, I, I think it's. Um, I think it's a uh, man. That's my a, jaw. That's a that's a great job, man. I know it's a. I knew it was a birdsong IPA once I saw the can, obviously, and drank some of it, and it t- it reminded me of other ones. But damn it, they, they this is well executed. So yes, I, it's gonna be so fresh. Josh, I mean, you gotta tap something here. I mean, clearly, you're not going for one of the sours. What, no. what are you tapping? Man, I, I mean, that that green man would be great, but it probably would put, put me in Heartburn City, too. Um, this is a tough one, because that hop circus really sells beer. really damn good. Really damn good. But that's so fresh. Woo, doggy. Sometimes it's nice just to have a nice non-fruited, yeah, fuck it, bird song. <laughs> so fresh. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to love to hear that, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, F, it, was, it, wasn't F, even, it. Ah, it wasn't even that. It was, I don't buy. Really, no buy. I tap that. Uh, ah, fuck it. I don't even need to explain it. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's just it's nice to have a non-fruited, just plain ass beer sometimes. And again, kudos. Plain ass beers. Kudos to Birdsong. They do have their fair share of 
I don't call them flavored beers, but you know what I'm getting at. I mean, like, you know, they'll throw the fruits in it and whatever and some of the others. You know, I, I'm, again, in lieu of having higher ground in a can. Yeah. I mean, not that they could put this out all the time, but I mean. Right. Impossible. Yeah. But still, I take that. You mean it's not possible to have fresh hop Idaho 7 hops delivered to you every day? <sighs> God, I wish. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Uh, come to craftbeercast.com. Find links to our old episodes. Uh, you can search in the search box for beer. Uh, and a lot of times you will see that we've already had it on show. We've even got a link to uh, our old, well, I say our old, our um, running list of everything that we've had on the show you want to go back and look at it don't want to actually listen to the episode which i totally understand because sometimes you can't hear wells although those are the best ones Shh. yeah it's the feedback i kind of got so. <laughs> <laughs> was he gone i didn't even miss him <laughs> uh otherwise uh hit us up uh on the twitters at cbcast uh wells you got anything you want to pimp no not really all right cool kit how about you <laughs> Obviously, find me at Trackside Crafts down at 330 Main Street, Pineville, North Carolina, just out next to Carolina Place Mall. Follow us on uh, at Trackside Crafts on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and look us up on Facebook. It has all the current events uh, coming up and uh, the fun stuff that you can plan on uh, drinking in at the shop. And, uh, you know, I uh, really appreciate always you guys having me on. Thank you, guys. Dude, no problem. And, you know, one thing I want to point out, too, is that Kit did not provide, in other words, he did not, like, take something from his shop and bring it to the show. He brought his own beer out of his own pocket. And I know it sounds dumb to say that, but we don't kowtow to sponsors on the show. And we never have, and we never will. So I mean, technically if he brought anyway, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? We never talk good about the people that provide his beer. <laughs> Old Mac. <laughs> what? But, hey, hey, thanks. OMB. Hey, you know what? I'm just trying to say, like, look, it's nice to have somebody on that owns a small business and is willing to put his opinion out there for the world because I'm sure he's got reps at, you know, some of these places that may have heard him know buy one of those beers and may give him shit for it. So I think it's cool that you're willing to do that, and I really do appreciate yeah, cheers it. That. Cheers to that. Uh, Jeff, did you mention the Patreon? Okay, so you can go to patreon.com slash craft... Or, yeah, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. It'll just help sponsor us. Uh buy new mics and pay for beer and all that fun stuff. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, iTunes, or whatever you're using. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC, and other than that, we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.